Hello, welcome back, children. Um, I am your occasional host, Gloria. Sorry, sorry if I'm not being as loud as last time. I think we're a little bit emotionally drained, are <laughs> we, children? Um, but um, yes, I'm your occasional host, Gloria. This is my sister, Cindy. Hello. And oh wait, you no, no introduce. Hello, I'm I, uh, oh, I'm you know. Hi, I'm the eldest and um, also occasional host, Cindy. Um, spelt with an I at the end. Yes. And then we have my other sister, Abby. <laughs> also spelt with an I. If some of you didn't remember, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I'm Abby. Also, kind of not really a host, but kind of a host. We're all hosts. We're all hosts. Host. Um. So last time we were recording, <laughs> um, we were um talking about uh, crazy comments, and we said that we were going to follow up up. But incidents happened, so we kind of got we kind of had to wait for you know for our minds to be refreshed, basically for next time. So we are going to be recording twice. Um, to kind of make up for our mistakes. Um, <laughs> so, um, last time we were here, we told you at the end of the last episode, well, the last last part of the episode, um, that we were going to be talking about um classical music, uh, specifically Chopin, kind of, and the broader topic of comments in the in the genre of classical music, you know, and how that influences people. <laughs> I said, and how they're kind of whack. <laughs> yeah, kind of whack, kind of whack. But yes, um, Abby wanted to talk about um, her experiences uh, relating relating to classical music and classical. Originally, I was actually going to talk about this one specific incident that was just really weird. But I think it's important to kind of get on the backstory of already kind of how. A very brief summary. We yeah, don't. We, a very brief. We, we don't, don't need to, even. Don't even add in details about emotions. Okay. Yeah. There is this really. So this is Abby talking about a basic summary. Like there are some details missing. We'll tell you in our one hundredth episode. Okay, or something. But Abby giving her a, a brief summary of, I guess, the Chopin comment sections, because I guess that's it. Yeah. Um. Originally, I I really did not like this man Chopin because the comments were very like you know the typical image of like the the tortured artist romanticizing like the stereotypical symptoms of depression and mental illness and stuff like that and that kind of made me not like him very much she thought he was a downer in her own words that she said like five times i'm trying to avoid using that word because i used it so many times in the previous recordings and they're all gone he was a downer, anyhow. Yeah, I was like, he's a downer. I don't like him. He's annoying. Uh, um, Abby just outed the fact. You outed us, the, the fact that we had to record the other episode many times for various reasons. I mean, what are we going to do, lie? Well, no, I was just like, we could just like, you know, put that behind us. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think, but, but, but um, Gloria did mention that in, in, the, in the beginning. 
Yeah, so, so okay, okay. Yeah, there's no real way to, hi- way to hide it because I think everybody needs to know why we kind of sound drained a little bit. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So basically, she didn't like Chopin in the beginning, but then we kind of we kind of learned to put. What, what, the reason why we were talking about this yeah. in the first place is that we kind of learned to put behind the comments and actually search about Chopin for ourselves, and we ended up being whipped in the <laughs> words of the Gen Z kids. Um, and so, yeah, that's the basic um, summary of that. But Abby wants to talk about a specific comment uh, moment no, that <laughs> say it, sweetie, commit. No, Anyhow, but Abby uh, she wa- wants to talk about a specific experience in the comment section, a crazy comment, if you will. So I think this comment kind of has to do with with another aspect of this kind of Chopin caricature, which I, I really I I don't I don't like it. I really find it, I find it a bit weird. I find you it find very it weird. Appalling. Yeah, <laughs> and there's yeah there's also other aspects. Of this. I really hope they're a troll. I really hope that they're a troll. Is but I I took a screenshot. I'm not gonna say the username because I have too much shame. Yeah, that's a little bit too so I was listening to nocturnes. Um, some nocturnes were left out, but that doesn't matter. Okay, so um, this whole thread is basically talking about was Chopin Polish? Was Chopin French? No, he's Polish. No, he's French. And I'm just like, uh, yikes. But this comment, because they're talking about his like his his life and everything, because they're like trying to get receipts. And this comment says he was not George. Quote, quote, quote. This comment says, quote, he was not George Sand's lover. She was a lesbian who took care of her pal Chopin when he had tuberculosis. It's not even the this is the first half of the comment. Can we talk about this? I think I find it very interesting to to listen. I think we've talked we've talked about this many times between ourselves, though we don't really understand the nature of Chopin and Sand's relationship. Okay. Should we say Sand or Sand? <sighs> Whatever. Sandy cheeks. Um <laughs> their the nature of their of the nature of their relationship, right? We're kind of confused about it ourselves. We've talked about it many times before. It didn't it doesn't it doesn't add up. Yeah, it doesn't add up. It doesn't seem like it was beneficial for like it, it's not a here I am, I'm just going like it doesn't seem like the both of them were enjoying that relationship. Like it just kind of seems there's some there are some uh slight abuses and also they just seem like the fact that it lasts so long kind of confuses everybody. Yeah. But it's denying that the whole relationship was just a <laughs> like saying that the whole relationship was just a scam, I feel so is a little bit uh that's like jumping a little bit for me. Like you you're, could say you're reach she's reaching your honor. It implies that she was only there when he caught tuberculosis, but to my understanding, she she was him to the, she brought him to the place where he, he got um uh Chubby Coley. So like, then we have to ask why was she there before, you know? Yeah. So this is a bit weird and factually inaccurate. And then I hate this so much. And of course, Japan was a very effeminate man with special. <laughs> they didn't even spell that properly. <laughs> with special. <laughs> You having a moment? There's something about this that makes me laugh. With special sex, she yeah, has preference. <laughs> no, re- wait, wait, let me read that. <laughs> what is this? Okay. <laughs> wow, wow, wait, my wait, ear. Wow. Sorry, sorry. What is this? Okay, let me read this because Abby is struggling. I can't okay, he was, he was not George... 
I was about to read that username, sorry. Uh, he was not George Sands' lover. She was a lesbian who took care of her palshapa when he had tuberculosis. And of course, Chopin was a very effeminate man with special sexia preferences. Spelled S-E-X-I-I-A. <laughs> he got a special... And what, what's the what's the semicolon for? The grammar is incorrect. Sexia... I'm not going to say sexual preferences anymore. And then he got... Ooh. Why are they entangled? Oh, probably because... Oh. Sorry, the, the, cords of the, the cords of the mic. It's got entangled. Anyhow. So, I saw this comment, and I reacted the way I did right now. I laughed so hard, but I was also like, can you spell properly in second? And of course, Shubhan was a very effeminate man thing. It's... Uh, what kind of course? Of course, and the, the fact that we all agree, we all came in the in communion room to say we all know that Chopin is a very effeminate man with special sexual preferences. Okay, been <laughs> you uh, again. I'm sure that's what you're gonna that what Abby's gonna like expand on. Mm-hmm. I think it's the whole fact of like he was very sick and all that that for some reason translates to effeminate man. I mean, I, I guess nobody would describe him as very masculine. No. Well, not but that he was like the manliest man of all men, of all men to exist. He wasn't the stereotypical image of Beethoven. But I don't understand how... <laughs> I'm not... I wish you could see my face. I wouldn't really call Beethoven very masculine either. I mean, I guess he's not... In comparison, in comparison to Chopin. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Yet, uh, I feel so bad for them. I, I, thank God they did. But uh-oh. like, I um, I I just I don't know. I don't see Beethoven as very manly either. I think I'm just I'm just confused as to how sickness of, um translates to effeminate. But then again, even before his sickness, I don't think any, I don't think anybody would describe because he's just he's thin, he's frail, he's emotionally sensitive. I mean, if you read some of his letters, sometimes you're kind of like. Sir, yeah. uh, you know, it's just kind of like it's, he has traits that some people associate with more, uh, the the more the, the more softer the more softer pleasant things in life. <laughs> what I really do not I, like I, that. Those the more softer pleasant things in life. Expect that to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, but continuing. Um, yeah. is that what you is wanted that, to say? That yeah, that that that. That's the only screenshot that I got because that was the one that really hit me hard. And why, and why? And why did you want to share that comment with us? Because one, it's funny, and two, it's kind of like what you were saying. Like even though, like what Gloria was saying, it kind of makes sense why people would be like, you know, sensitive, s- frail, super. That that equals that, effeminate and special. Yeah, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. Equal. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But at the same time, you there is there is a journey. And you understand where they began and where they ended up. And so it's kind of like the whole thing about him being like super weak, super effeminate, sickly. Special sexia. Special sexia preferences. The only thing I'm going to be talking about is that. Y'all heard that screech that I made. I'm sorry, man. I didn't see right. Gloria is right next to me. That is my ear. I'm Great. so sorry. I I just I'm sorry, but I just did not expect it to be spelled like that. <laughs> you did not. I I I I was not lying when I told you that comment was wild. But I, I the point I was trying to make was it's part of the whole 
the creation of his the, the creation of his image yeah yeah and that along with downer boy i just i don't i don't understand why you'd stand <laughs> yeah like i feel like the comments definitely like i th- not even comments though i can hold it sorry um not only comments as in like youtube comments or something when you read books well, that's why I think that you should never read books like there's a Bible. Yeah. Because, you know, you read some... Uh, I'm not going to name names, but there's a certain book about a certain composer that's quite inaccurate and makes me uncomfortable because a lot of people like it. And I'm sorry, but they're, they're, a, a lot of the book is based off of images and perceptions mm. of blank composer that I are negative and destructive and we don't I think I'm curious as to why you're blanking out this person's name. I don't want to, I don't want to get in any trouble with his fan base, um, nor do I want to get in trouble with the composer's fan base. Um but what I can say is that all of com- all the composers have an image. And um I most of them are harmful. Most of them are harmful. And I talked about this to the girls, excuse me, a few times about List and the kind of legend, <laughs> the kind of surrounding him. And I will leave that for another episode because I do not want to, I don't want to, I don't want to summarize it here because there's about crazy comments. Oh, crazy in quotation marks. I think we'd say mildly, um, Mi- mild, mildly, <laughs> mildly disturbing. <laughs> mildly We're just, just, uh, you know, mildly disturbing. Because you need that, you need some of that clickbait to get some of that view. <laughs> but no, but um, I think uh that there's a lot of the comments just show how damaging, like, um, accepted public opinions are mm-hmm. because these are. These aren't the only weird Chopin comments that you no. will find. No, uh, y- no. yes, I, 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 I no, no, no. I see. Listen, you know I binge watch those um, binge listen more accurately Chopin stuff. So I, I keep making the mistake of scrolling down the comment section, thinking there's going to be something good. I scroll and there's only evil, only evil to be found, and she's absolutely correct. You see, that's not the only one. There's more. There's a whole army. I mean, there's. I. Uh, I mean, it's okay to express your opinions, but all of these people express these opinions as fact, yeah. and it just spreads because some people just don't want to do the research for themselves. Imagine if we just continued to view Chopin as how, how we saw him in the comment section. I don't think we would ever like him. And, <laughs> We're a super effeminate men with special sexual. Wait, it makes it sound like we have something against effeminate men. No, don't. We don't. That's not the problem at hand. It's no. more that these, uh, oftentimes the way that they're worded, they have like connotations. Actually, in English, we were learning about um, denotation and connotation, and basically, like for example, saying there is this song, right, that I listen to of course and there's this line that has been like kind of grappling at me for like the past year now (laughs) and (laughs) that sounds like it's haunting me but no where she says um you stole the sheets i stole them back uh yes i've been cold but i can't be colder than that 
And I was just like, that's an interesting mix of uh, uh, denotation and connotation because she's both saying that she's cold from the sheets being pulled off and cold as in being emotionally cold, right? And that's the difference. Some, you're, saying, you're saying there's a difference between saying he's a feminine man and, you know, with the whole comment talking about, you know, saying he's a, a feminine man with special sexual preferences. <laughs> then there's more of a, co- a, a negative connotation with the words and the sentence structure, especially considering the whole thread, rather than it's not the denotation like effeminate, a feminine male or anything but like effeminate male with the uh wording and special sexual preference every, everything else that kind of surrounds the the the, shop, the Chopin image and the discussions like sickly weak and then after it leads to i mean we see in a certain movie about Chopin that i don't want to i don't want to name because it needs a, it needs its own episode yeah. but <laughs> i mean there's going to be a lot of it needs its own episode uh but there are I think it's exemplary of all of the negative, um, like, uh, stories and ideas around Chopin. He's selfish. He's sick. He's kind of cowardly, but at the same time, really rude. And, <laughs> and he, yeah, he's perfectly evil. And but they keep on kind of masking it with, but he's an artiste though. And it's, yeah. I, I honestly. I'm going to call it Rudolf Nureyev syndrome, okay? Because every single time, I mean, you could literally say that he like, he caused the death of six million people and he'd be but it's his genius, though. And, like, I feel the, the world just can't understand geniuses. Yes, he could break a whole family apart and, and, and leave without apologizing, but he's a genius. Like, and the comments, honestly, they, they push that narrative all the time. And I think a lot of the woke the woke, big-brained people in the classical music world was just like a big chunk, especially the older generation. I hate to hate to sound like I'm going against the boomers or something, but the older generation it's very common to see those kinds of uh, those kind of you know things being thrown around without any real cause um, research. It's kind of like the two different schools of of um, the Mozart image. <laughs> There's a he was the purest he 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 was the he he is the essence of love and love is the essence of Mozart's music and he was he Remember, was the pu- oh my gosh I need to get that comment wait give me a moment <laughs> he was he was this beautiful amazing purest his brain was bigger than the human race combined he's just amazing he's marvelous and then you have the people that are like he, he he's a dog <laughs> he licks the floor <laughs> he he eats floor for breakfast. <laughs> He's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. It's just kind of like, can we not no, do there's that? No, there's, in there's, this there's no, we usually see there's no balance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no nuance to it. And I think that's why it results in what we call quote-unquote crazy comments. It's just, it's just people taking traits and like, exaggerating them or diminishing other traits mm-hmm. and just or just kind of just perceptions that, you know, they think are true. You can see that this, this damaged Salieri's career completely this, how, I don't know how long this has lasted but this has lasted for too long have people in the competition being like mediocre I, I, all these competitions you can literally say it lasted for centuries yeah. yeah it has and of course I listen it is not it's not Amadeus's fault the movie it is not their fault it's not their fault but at the same time you see that a lot of a lot of the times these people that comment these kind of comments 
have watched that film and are fans of that. I think that there's a correlation. I mean, that's literally an example right here. Um, uh, searching for a comment, and I don't understand the full context of, but um. The person said, I was going to write, I'm sure Mozart would appreciate that, sarcastically, of course, but now that I think about it, he probably would, con- would considering that he was relatively vulgar and overly sexual. You see what we're talking about here? <laughs> no, no balance. You know, it's all, it's all very, um, it's, it's one way or it's that way. And it's not yeah. necessarily just looking at the different shades. It's very, not to be like that but it's very binary and not very much like a spectrum sorry, <laughs> sorry I, can't. I can't that's why i said before i don't want to be that person but you know yeah. it's not and it's not very indicative of the human yeah like they know. don't they don't humanize these people like that chopin film that completely dehumanized him i mean there is a certain point in the be- in the beginning of the film you feel sympathy for him because they're kind of showing him going through it um as as millennials would say it doesn't help that the actor is cute so you have you you have don't do that don't do that anyhow but as the film progresses you start to disconnect with him completely and and it starts it it starts to mess with your mind honestly because he's evil i mean literally his face starts to be in a constant frown and it really looks like he's just plotting to kill everybody with his uh, sorry, oops. sorry, the mishap. It, it looked like he was coughing without covering his mouth on purpose, <laughs> that he could spread his tuberculosis. Honestly, it was. Oh God, what? No, no, I really don't like that comment. <laughs> I'm just gonna read this comment. It's on Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. Twenty Three, I think, and it said. <clears throat> Fun fact for the day. This was Joseph Stalin's favorite piece. He fell asleep to it on the day that he had seized absolute power in the Soviet Union. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> Angola, I don't really like that. Um, but I guess you can't I guess you can't control. I guess you can't control something like that. But I think wait, actually Cindy, you can talk a little bit. They, it's kind of just kind of to wrap it up. <laughs> Should you explain that whole day thing that you? Uh, oh, sorry, I I tend because there was um I'm I'm still thinking of doing it, but again we restarting it. But uh, for a while I was learning Korean, and the Korean yes is they, but I I, I kind of a mix it between trying to say yeah and yes and ne they. It's like to say they just kind of comes out really weirdly. <laughs> um, hashtag. Trilingual. <laughs> no, we speak what well, we speak. We speak English. We attempt to speak French, and then there's the other languages that I want. Um, learning. We're learning currently. Yeah, I'm tr- currently trying to I'm learn. To see Y'all are only fans of Wolfgang now that he dead. Shaking my head. I've been there from the jump. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> You only just stop in the yeah. conversation. Yeah. Those, those kind of comps and the wow, I really love those Beatles dudes. <laughs> Hope they get popular one day. These two just start a band or something. <laughs> but to come back to what I was trying to say, um, before I got derailed with all that, is that the the not to be like you know kids show with the moral at the end, but I'm yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> the whole point of this is to say that. I keep on saying that you hate it, but you keep on doing it. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, and here continue. Yeah. Uh, the point of it is of this of this is to say that um, comments can you have to be careful not to let what people say kind of shape your, perce- your perception too much. You just have to try and look at, just try to research 
and to to figure out you know what is what is at least concrete and factual and what's what can be proved and i think that's a nice way to kind of end all of this is to say that you know people will say a lot of things and a lot of crazy things and very funny things on the internet and not to be that person not to be the parent but you know you can't necessarily trust everyone one of Mozart's pieces is hacking for kids now and so you can't comment on it and I really don't know how to feel about it (laughs) anyhow continue a lot of sidetracking um but yeah just uh when you see these comments what I'm saying is before first of all don't don't reply too quickly sometimes you don't need to reply and also just take time to really actually think and also don't judge the person because you know that you've said stupid things and you've you've probably she said don't judge the book by its cover and also just you know be merciful because i'm sure we've all done stupid things at some point we've all said stupid things and the only difference here is that now it's on the internet forever you know And I think we should end on this beautiful comment. The comment for me that started it all with these crazy comments. Quote, Music, how unremarkably it touches us. More than any movie or photograph or painting or anything else. Music is immortal and always shall be. Mozart was a special kind of man to possess such abilities that people still favor his music today. As well as they listen to it with a pride of once having this man in the world. His music is not only filled with undeniable genius, she spelt that wrong, um, but brings joy, inspiration, and reason to a man's life. Not many people like Mozart's music. That's sure? a contradiction. I'm guessing because for them it's average for some reason, but those other people that do have found the true purpose of life. Love. And believe it or not, you can hear love through Mozart's music. Through Beethoven's music, you can hear some fractions of love. But Mozart's music is so pure that even Beethoven couldn't live without it. And if you listen closely, you can hear yourself and your memories of your own life. And every beautiful memory you have had, listen closely and you will see your life pass before your eyes. That's the magic Mozart's music can do. Why she she, she sound as if Beethoven was snorting Cr- a crushed yes. piece sheets of paper, the the the, the, the the sheet music that Mozart wrote became, every morning. It became an inside joke for us because we kept on we kept on joking that Beethoven was like had had a drug addiction <laughs> to Mozart's music because like even Beethoven can live without it. And also the kind of implications that Beethoven's lesser because you can only hear fractions of love is very confusing to me. But there you go, Here, a perfect example of a nice way to kind of kind you know of wrap it all up. to wrap this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, finish this episode. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we're going to sign out now. I'm Cindy. I'm Gloria. I'm Abby. And this was The Three Masons. Thank you for listening. <laughs>